This is Arvot Radio Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Book Talk Show. My name is IBK and I am your host. So today I'm going to be talking to the authors, the indie authors, the aspiring authors, the wannabe authors, the authors in their heads, authors in their minds, anybody who already bears the name author or who wants to bear the name author. You know, the Book Talk Show is that show where we have conversations, right, with even indie authors and we talk to them about their books or their drafts. And I think I've personally come to realize that we have more drafts than we have books. So we have more people who want to be authors. People who can be called authors should be called authors, but we have less of these books coming to realization, like, we find I, I found out rather that a smaller percentage of these people actually move on to actually becoming authors and everything. And when I have random informal conversations with these people, I realize that first of all, even with authors, right, people have different reasons why they write. And that's why you read different books and it evokes different emotions in you. But I would probably just outline about three reasons why people write. We'll look at some examples of books that are on, fall under this category. And then we'll finally just wrap it up by talking about the people who have those drafts in their laptops, in their shelves, in their cupboards. This is the podcast you listen to and you go and dust out those drafts. You bring them out and let's make a book out of it so that you can finally come on the book talk show and talk about your book. How does that sound? So um, I think that the first reason, and this doesn't come in any particular order, but one of the reasons why people write is basically to express themselves. And talking about this, I could think of a million and one books that even when you listen to interviews and talks with the authors and their stories behind writing these books, you realize that it was just like an avenue, a platform for them to express themselves. And it could be them expressing their personality, expressing their opinion on a particular issue, expressing anything particularly. The book I'm going to use as an example will be Purple Hibiscus. Yes, I know, I love the book. But if you carefully look at Purple Hibiscus, read it through. And I think that I've also come to this conclusion because with books, I read it over and again. So when I pick up a book and I read it the first time, it's probably for entertainment purposes, you know. I just experience the book. And then I read it again, and then it just hits differently. And then I want to read it again and again. And I think that that's also how I measure good books, right? If a book brings me back to itself over and again, I know that, ah, this author has me hooked. So with Purple Hibiscus, you see that the author, um, Chimamanda Adichie, is very intentional about expressing herself. And when I say expressing herself, I'm talking about her part of um, growing up, right? You'd realize that if you follow her, maybe interview or her life and everything, you'll see that that book is just an avid expression in quotes of what she experienced growing up. The plot, the setting, the theme, everything just talks about it reflects what she was thinking. So it's almost like, for example, I am thinking about what maybe my relationship life, right? Which is not a very interesting story, by the way. 
But let's just say I'm thinking about my relationship life and I'm thinking, oh, I want to talk about this thing in detail, right? And I want people to read it and be able to relate to it. Because the thing with expression is it also has to be very relatable. Like 100% has to be relatable. People have to be able to read these books, read these drafts, read these articles, and it just hits. And by hit, I mean they can say, ooh, okay, this is it, this is it. Or somehow an experience or, you know, a part of their life just jumps out at them, she gets, and it's like in close proximity with what you just said or with what you just wrote. And personally, I think that that's what this book does without any bias or anything. So yes, people write express. And I think this is what majority of people who want to be authors or people who are authors, this was like the the major motive behind their writing, right? Expression. And with people who are creatives, especially with people who did not go to learn how to write, because I always say that there's there's um there are two categories. There are the people who just can write. And as much as we try to deny it, writing is a talent. Like this is one thing that I would take, I don't know, to my deathbed. Writing is a talent, is a skill that can be learned, but it is also a talent, to be honest. So you find people who are just born writers. They're just good. And like, you try to make excuses for their being good, but there's no excuse to be made. But they're just good. But even in their being good, you'll see that some of them will still go the extra mile to brush up their skills, fine-tune their skills, and just become these very excellent, proficient writers, right? But you see that when they start to put out pieces of of, um, art, put out their articles, their books... You know, all of these things, you realize that it's born out of a passion to express themselves. People have, and generally, I think everybody has an opinion about everything. Most times. So if you hear of what now, maybe the government, you have an opinion. You might not necessarily say it out, but you do have an opinion. So that's why I always say that I think writers are just the people who take the extra one step to voice out their opinions. People who are like, they're bold enough to voice out their opinions and everything. Then there are the other ones who just want to share their life stories. And of course, again, they're like one million. Okay, I'm exaggerating. But like there are a thousand and one examples to go with these ones. And these are the ones that their titles will sound very deep and motivational. You will hear becoming, unbecoming, independence, etc., etc. So all of these books, you see people take us on their life's journey, right? It's almost like it's an autobiography. Is it called? you know, but they just basically write about their experiences, what they've had to go through, their encounters. Some people who are good, good storytellers, you know, share these experiences as stories and not necessarily as just boring motivational books like that. So they share it as stories and everything. Then there are the other ones that just want to share knowledge and educate, right? Share knowledge. I remember once when, I think that was early this year or late last year, I just wanted to take a hold of my finances. I felt like, first of all, I think the major thing that eats my money is books. I I would literally tell myself that this month I'm disciplined enough. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to spend on this. But let me just hear that there's a book that is out. (laughs) And it's not by an author I like or by a well-recommended author. Or I go to the mall and then I see books. And I think that books in malls are overly priced. But anyways... 
I say book, hard copy books, and you know, you would agree with me that there's something hard copy books. There's something that just does to you, the smell, the feel. Oh my gosh. So I'll just tell myself, okay, buy just two. Just two and move on with life. Two becomes four, four becomes six, until my account is crying for help. So basically, I said, oh, I was going to, you know, speak to a financial planner or just speak to somebody who was well-versed in finances and everything to help my financial life. Guess what this person did? This person recommended a book. I'm like, who said that books don't rule the world? Books literally, literally, if you want to be motivated, there are books for you. If you want to turn around your financial life like me, there are books for you. If you want to be religious, there are books for you. If you want to just know about something, there are books for you. If you want to read people's life, like if you want to just do Amebo and look into people's lives, there are books, like there's a book for almost everything. And that's why I feel like if you are an author or an aspiring author, if you have drafts, if you have ideas, strong, if you have words strung up together and you're thinking, should I, should I know, put it out there. Don't, if you overthink these things, you'll have reasons not to bring it out. But anyways, let's not jump the gun. So this person recommended Smart Money Woman, right? So I went again to the mall, the same place I was running away from to preserve my money. I went back there to go and spend my money again. And then when I saw Smart Money Woman, I saw another book beside it. But this book was a novel. And I just tried to justify my impulsive bite. I was just like, mm, oh, you know, we don't really run out of addictions, book addictions especially. They're very hard to break. And I don't think they're unhealthy. Like, you know how people say addictions are unhealthy? I personally don't think that book addictions are unhealthy because they're books. Just look at, if you go to a mall and you look at a bookshelf or a bookstand, you look at the book over and over again. You're like, will I really go home without you? It's almost like I'm having conversations with these books in my head. I'm like, should I go home without you? Would you be fine if I go home without you? Would you be okay here? Would they treat you right? Would they would they take care of you? So yeah, I got Smart Money Woman and then I got another novel, right? I got another novel and then I went home and then I read Smart Money Woman. I can't really promise you that in the area of spending money on books have changed, you know, but we're making progress. We're making, we're making progress. So yeah, there are books that just come out to educate. So it's funny when I hear people say, that oh I can't be an author because I don't know how to tell stories. We've 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 drawn we've drawn out a map or we've set a standard of how stories should be told. But I promise you that stories can be told in any way possible. More so because it's your story. So and I'll always say that nobody really can tell your story better than you can. So own your story and decide how to tell it. Right? Now in this age and time we have visual storytellers. We have people who I know of a photographer of a photographer friend, pardon me, who calls himself a storyteller. He doesn't he doesn't call himself a photographer. He says he's a storyteller. And at first, when I heard him, I was like, ah, that's reserved for writers. Don't take our glory. Do you understand? Don't share the glory with us. And he was like, no. Every time he goes to an event and he takes pictures of people or activities in the event, he's telling a story. So if you are not if you are not present at the event, if you look at the images from the event it's almost like you're following a lineup do you get it's like you're following a plot or a, a story lineup and you can it'll almost be as if you were in the event so he says he's a storyteller so obviously you can tell your story in any way how much more writing i think that 
when people express themselves with words, I look at them and I'm filled with so much awe. And it might sound a little biased because, oh, yes, IBK, you, you host a book talk show. Of course, you will love writers. Not necessarily. But I think that reading a lot of books, it has made me come to see, realize, and understand the ingenuity that comes with writing. It's such beautiful, I don't call it passion, but it's so beautiful to see. It's just like you go to, um, let's say, a bakery. You've never been to where they make bread. And you go to a bakery and then you see them do everything from the scratch. You see them get the flour, mix it with the sugar, the butter. Uh -uh, Look at me making bread on air. Anyways, you see them do everything. Mix the flour, sugar, butter. What else do you add to bread? You just see, you see the process involved. That's the word. You see the process involved in this thing. And you're just, you're just taking a back. You're just like, wow. You get so the bread you consume, this is how it is made. So I think because I've read a lot of books and then having the opportunity to have conversations with authors, listen to all our previous episodes and all the authors that we had come on air and talk about their books and everything in between. And I'm just like, wow, wow. So this is what it took to birth this amazing piece of work. So this, if you're listening to this podcast and you've written maybe a two-page you know, a two-page book, I will call it, or a two-page work, and you just kept it somewhere, you're just like, "Mm, I don't really think, I don't really think, it's not really good for public consumption. Mm, You are not the public. Allow us, the public, I mean, we, the public, decide if we want to consume it or not. And best believe that there's an audience for every single genre of book, every single one, fiction, non-fiction, Poetry, prose, drama, fictional drama, non-fictional drama. Name it. Name it. Every genre has its own audience. Right? Personally, I, I used to... I wasn't really a fan of drama. I Once I see a book and it's drama, I'll just close it. But there are certain authors that I read intentionally and they just made me fall in love with drama genre. So don't think that, oh, there's a genre that is not good enough for the public. You are not the one who is deciding. And really, don't, don't see. With creatives, I would always say don't overthink it. If you, have, if you have content, if you have a book, anything generally, and you want to put it out, once you start to overthink it, you will discover that there are a million and one reasons why you should not put it out. But if you find one reason, even if your only reason is because you listen to this episode of IBK's Book Talk, that can be your reason. It's enough. It's perfect enough for, for that content or for that book to fly. So yes, again, it's a very good time. You can post this podcast, right? So you will not use me as your excuse. You can post it, dust your slippers, go to your shelf and dust out your drafts. Bring it out. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed how much beauty will come out from it and if you're an avid reader and you've always said oh i want to write oh i want to write there's nothing divine or nothing extraordinary about it it starts with the first word put down the first word put down the word after that and then the word after that and then the next word before you know it because a sentence is really just a string of words right A sentence is a string of words. So if you put down the first few words, you've made your sentence. Put a full stop and then answer the first sentence. So give a follow-up to the first sentence. When you do that, you do it consequently or subsequently. Let's say five sentences. Pause. Look at it. 
you're on your way to owning a draft or owning a book, right? And I see that people read books of what 300 pages. There was this book that a friend sent me. I'm really trying to remember the name. I think that book was about 700 and something pages. And I was like, girl, what were you thinking? I was like, oh, it's so interesting. When you start the first page, you won't know when you've gotten to the second page. I'm like, 700 and. It's not 200. It's not 300. It's 700 and. And she's like, oh, girl, don't worry. So me too, I carried the book. I was like, okay, maybe by the time I get to the 200 and something page, I will not realize. Dearly beloved brethren, I'm not sure I passed a hundred and something pages, right? Because oh, it just wasn't going, right? It just wasn't going. It was so much. And then when I, when, I, when, I, when I was reading that book, I realized that the problem with some authors also is you think that there's a standard. If it's not... 1000 pages it cannot be a book that's not true there are books that there's a book that we're going to review soon it's literally a pocket-sized book it's so small i think it's barely 20 pages right barely 20 pages and it was a bestseller at some point there's an author that we know his books in fact when you see his book you know that it's his book because of the number of pages very few pages so my point again being that there's really no standard to these things right if it's your story own your story tell your story how you want it to be told right and then the consumption of your story is really not left to you so please don't overthink that part we will be the ones to decide what we enjoyed from the book and best believe again that there's always a target audience for every single genre. There was a time that poetry wasn't a thing in Nigeria, right? It was a Western illusion. It was something that only the educated and the elite people had, you know. In fact, it was bragging rights then at some point. But now, poetry is a household name. Poets are, in fact, as I was talking to a friend yesterday, she's releasing another collection of poems and i was telling her that it's funny that poets are even more recognized now than like prose and story fictional writers and everything like poets are now the in thing she gets so there's a target audience for every single genre regardless of how you want to tell your story it can be told and it is waiting to be told so again if you're listening to this episode of the book talk show this is the proof that you need. If you're waiting for a signal, a sign from heaven, I am your sign from heaven to pick up your draft, bring it out, dust it, and put it out there for the world to see. Looking forward to seeing you guys at the very next episode. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. This is Our Vault Live Podcast. My name is IBK. Are you an aspiring podcaster or you want to start a vodcast? Sign up with Our Vault. Membership is free, although terms and conditions apply. To learn more about joining our vault, visit our official website www.ourvault.com.